Bam! Hey everybody, how's it going? Thank you so much for listening. This is Zebra Down episode Trace. I am Black Machismo and I'm here with OJ. OJ, my friend, how you doing? Fantastic. And yourself, Black Machismo? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm actually drinking OJ as we speak right now um, out of a very large glass mixed with uh, some peach vodka. So this podcast, at least on my end, will get a lot more interesting in about a half hour. So we'll... <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Mine's uh, pretty interesting as it is right now. There you go. So we're going to keep it kind of short, uh, keep it kind of short this week after the the mammoth that we did last week. And uh, I'm actually doing a... Uh, I'm actually doing a podcast right after this. I'm doing an Oscar wrap-up, so we, so I'm going to be recording pretty much for the rest of the evening, but, um, but we're going to keep it pretty, we're going to keep it basic this week. We're just going to view Raw and SmackDown, and then we're going to go ahead and give our fast lane predictions. We will do the, uh, we'll do our top 10 best of matches, uh, uh best matches ever we talked about last week. We'll do that here a week from this upcoming uh, weekend, so uh, two weeks from ten, uh, from today, basically, we'll have that up, and uh, we'll have a l- little bit more of a clear, hopefully, uh, directions to where Mania is going, so we can start talking about Mania. Um, I'll I'll just say right now for Mania, God, can you please give AJ Styles a good match? Like I know the rumor is Shane McMahon, but I love Shane. But can we get Styles Nakamura or Styles? Um, I don't know, Christopher Daniels, if they could steal him with, I, I don't know, like, give Styles something good, he's been the MVP of the company, f- really, since he's come in, since that night after that, after last year's Mania, really, he's really been the MVP of the whole company, so, give him something better to do, give him Balor, give him, I don't know, give him something, though, uh, yeah, your thoughts on that? <laughs> Well, it's funny you mention it, man. So I finally watched the uh, AJ Styles uh, Shinsuke Nakamura match from uh, Wrestle Kingdom Ten. Yes, like I watched, it, I watched it yesterday. Yeah. And that's a damn fine match. Yes, it is. That is a damn fine match. And so it's interesting you bring that up because you're right. Like the the rumor has been Shane McMahon, and you know, for as crazy as Shane is, I, I could see it being all right. I mean, I don't know. They would probably have to give it some sort of gimmick. Like, like I'm just envisioning, like, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon from, what was that, King of the Ring? King of the Ring, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a hell of an entertaining match. And Love Shane that match. is known to do shit like that, especially when he jumped off Hell in a Cell last year, which Shane McMahon, what else did we expect, really? I mean, come on now. True. But, uh, um, Shinsuke Nakamura, I guess, kind of already called out AJ Styles on Twitter. And, yeah, yeah, he did. And they've been, like, trading barbs back and forth. So there's a big rumor, that actually, that Nakamura's going to show up on SmackDown and, like, actually just straight issue a challenge. Um, I'll be interesting to see if that plays out like that. Um, and I kind of hope that happens like that, too, because... What would make me really happy about that match is, um, you know, ha- having just watched the Russell Kingdom uh, 10 match, I love to hear Shinsuke Nakamura say something like, you know, say something along the lines of, oh, well, you're the face that runs this place. Well, not so long ago, you came into my house and, you know, raised some hell, so I'm going to come and return the favor right now. Okay. I, and and uh, I'd be down for that. 
yeah, just like tip a hat to the old rivalry or, you know, that, that whole bit and see how that plays out. Because, I mean, they've been cool with Styles and uh, uh, Anderson and Gallows uh, talking about their time in Japan and everything like that. So it'd be nice to see if WWE gives that acknowledgement to New Japan specifically. Yeah. That, I think, would be really awesome if they did. Because, you know, I... This isn't like back in the day where you had the that's flat out war between WWE and WCW. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling and WWE are two entirely different things, and uh, they're their own separate markets. Really, I mean, New Japan is trying to go global right now, and you can make the argument they kind of did this past year, um, especially leading up to the uh, Wrestle Kingdom Eleven, actually. Um, with uh, the pull that that received from the community. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I think it would be great to hear WWE straight out acknowledge New Japan um, regarding Styles and Nakamura and have that, like, lead into WrestleMania. Like, you did it on this big stage, now they're doing it again on this big stage. Like, I don't know, to me that'd be rad. And I don't think it's, I don't think it should be out of the question, man, because they're too, I don't think they're competition, really. Maybe that's where I'm going with it. Okay. But, um, I, I just think they're two entirely different breeds of wrestling. And yeah, so it'd be cool to it'd be cool to see it, man. So I don't know. It could be Nakamura and AJ Styles instead of Shane McMahon. So. Uh. So before, <coughs> pardon me. Before we move on to uh, Raw, uh, quick shout out here. Uh, happy 68th birthday to uh, woo the man himself, Nature Boy Ric Flair's birthday is today. So. Happy birthday to you, good sir. Uh, him against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Oh, God, which one was that? 20, 24. 24, yeah. Um, it's still one of the best Mania matches I've ever seen. That match had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. I freaking love that match. Uh, and then, of course, you go back to, you know... Uh, <laughs> because of Ric Flair, we got Flair for the gold, and we got the Shockmaster, <laughs> which is still, <laughs> which is still one of the best things I've ever I've seen, not just in wrestling, but ever. I, oh man, I, I lost my ass off as a kid. Flair in the background, oh god, oh god, <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. Just love Ric Flair. So happy birthday to you, Mister uh, Mr. Flair, sir. I hope the you keep evading the uh, IRS. But, uh, so, anyhow, <laughs> so, moving on to Raw, a lot to like about this, but goddamn was there a lot to hate. Um, they started off the show pretty fucking fantastically. Now, we are both fans of, uh, of KO, uh, Kevin Steen, now known as Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, his universal title run has been, I don't want to say a flop, but it's been disappointing, I will say. And I think the big reason for that is because we haven't seen the Kevin Owens that we saw in NXT. It felt like they really nerfed him. Uh, really, after he lost to, after he kind of lost to feed the Cena, it seemed like they just didn't really know what to do with him, and he's kind of was pretty aimless uh, for a while. So it was really this promo was something his character needed, and it reminded me of that old that NXT that vicious Kevin Owens who would do whatever he had to do to get to the top. And him just staring in the camera, you never see wrestlers do that because 
Kevin Dunn, uh, Dunn is a dumbass and never lets them look into the camera. It was cool to see Kevin Owens just stare at the camera, sitting in the chair, talked about Goldberg. And he brought up a really good point about Goldberg, saying the longer the match goes, you know, basically you'll get gassed. Which he's not wrong, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, and then he says, you know, and then about my friend, Chris, uh, my former friend, Chris Jericho, and drops the mic and walks away. Uh, this was a great way to start off the show, I thought. Uh, yeah, what were your thoughts on this? Oh, yeah, man. Um, and I agree with you. Yeah, the as much as I love KO, this Universal title run isn't exactly what I hoped it would be. I mean, he's had some really good matches. Um, and I really did like the Chris and Kevin shtick. I, I really did. Um... Actually, I think I liked Corey uh, Graves. Uh, yeah, more than anything, just the way he just goes, "Stop it, Kevin!" Like, oh man, cracks me up every time. But nonetheless, though, um, yeah, man, Kevin Owens has not come off as intimidating since being on the main roster. Yeah, um, and and that's what he was in NXT. He was intimidating as hell, and I'm hoping. I'm hoping this match with Goldberg does not mess that kind of momentum that he, to me, is building up. And and I'll go into that when we talk about Fastlane more and what I predict versus what I would like to see and whether or not I think the two could be the same. But um, nonetheless, though, yes, fantastic way to start the show. And then and then we moved on... Uh... I'm really going to kind of pick and choose here. So, okay, before we delve even further into Raw, there was something on last week's Raw that I wanted to bring up. So, it had been uh, 17 weeks that they'd been building up Emelina, you know, the transformation from Emma to Emelina. And the promos were dumb. I mean, you got to see really hot pictures of Emma, so that helped. But even the concept, you know, in this WWE world where they're saying hey we're pushing the women as more than sex objects and you have someone whose gimmick is to be a vain model it didn't really make a whole lot of sense i mean just that leap of logic there so emelina she comes out in this dress just to say oh yeah hey i'm going from emelina back to emma and she walked away fuck you <laughs> like really this and this is why James, I said on our, our uh, premiere episode that WWE, it's like being in a relationship with someone who cheats on you. And but then, <laughs> but but then they, you know, they're like, babe, I, I I cheat on you. What the hell? I'm so sorry. Look, we'll go to counseling. I'll change. I can change, baby. I can change. And then in WWE, you know, they win me back every now and then. But most of the time, I'm just sitting there shaking my head. And this was a prime example of WWE. Not knowing what the hell they're doing. Uh, your your thoughts? Oh, dude, th- that was a complete waste of time and resources, man. Like, honestly, like at that. <sighs> okay, here's what I really think. I'll lay, I'll lay it right out. Um, that was so detrimental, or not detrimental? I'm sorry. That hurt the women's division alone, alone. Just because they wasted valuable camera time on that. That's five extra minutes that a women's match could go on, and these girls can fucking go. True. That's just that. Like, that's why it. That's why I don't like it. I couldn't care less about Emma. She's not even a blip on my radar in the company. Like, all I remember is that she got busted shoplifting, even though she had... <laughs> she did. <laughs> forgot to pay... 
or whatever. But um, yeah, man, that could have been five minute more minutes on uh, anything else women's division related, and it would have been way better time used. So that's what I think about that. Well, I mean, you know, she's Australian. I mean, I'd, I'd let her go. Do- I'd let her go down under. Hi-yo. But, <laughs> I mean, but, but <laughs> thank you, thank you. But, but oh, also, I, I actually like Emma. I think she's actually pretty decent in the ring. Um, I think the only thing that bothers me is that she uses uh, Tajiri's tarantula, and it looks way better than he does it. But uh, I actually think she's solid in the ring. I like the evil Emma gimmick, uh, but there is no reason to do this Emmalina thing. Apparently. They're trying. They really still want to do this whole character. So the rumor is that Kelly Kelly has resigned, which uh, you know I can never complain when I see Kelly Kelly. So I mean I wouldn't be opposed to that. That hopefully she's gotten a little better in the ring <laughs> than what she was. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Emma moving forward. But. But moving on to, uh, we had Enzo and Cass. You, you, you love you some Enzo Mori, right? He's your favorite. Oh, no, man. I love to watch that segment at the Royal Rumble on repeat. <laughs> yeah, where he gets launched out of the ring by Lesnar. Yeah, uh, no, just it's just the when he goes to run into Lesnar, and Lesnar doesn't even move. I think he maybe flinched his shoulder a little bit. Yeah. And it dropped. It dropped hard. I was just, oh, man. I need to make that a, uh, what is it, a GIF or make a GIF? A GIF, GIF yeah. Yeah, I need to make that and send it around the office. So I will say, uh, yeah, Enzo, I was trying, like, I, I really like Big Cass. I think he'll be a really good single superstar when they finally split them up. Uh, I, I really like Big Cass. But Enzo, it is the case of he needs to, he needs to be the hype man. Very much in the way that uh, here's a here's a fair comparison. He is the flavor flave of the group, and <laughs> and Big Cass is Chuck D. That's that's how and Big Cass. Is no, Chuck here, no, hear me out because because <laughs> Enzo is the hype man, and that's all he needs to do. Because in because Flavor Flav barely rapped. They said, hey, you 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 get the crowd hyped. That's what you do. And you just be your like charismatic normal self. That's what he does. That's what that's all Enzo needs to do. Enzo needs to get his ass whipped for five ten minutes in the match, make the hot tag the big cast, and then maybe hit that rocket launcher finisher or whatever the hell they call it, and then call it a night. That's all he needs to do. He doesn't need to be wrestling or throwing those shitty jabs that he throws or hitting that DDG, which is the maybe the dumbest name for a move besides slice red, which Eva Murray uses. Uh, yeah, Enzo's terrible. And so they took on Sheamus and Cesaro, number one contender match for the tag title. So Enzo and Big Cass won. Uh, and after the match, Enzo just starts being his weird... Doesn't he look like Sid from Ice Age? I'm sorry, I just thought of that. <laughs> like, oh my god, he does. Well, I was sitting here thinking about sense. it. S- sorry, I was sitting here like, oh my god, he looks like Sid from Ice Age. Anyways, but... He, he, he's, like, talking smacks, going, you know, we got that kryptonite, we got that kryptonite, we got... And he said, was saying it, on, like, over and over again on repeat, and Sheamus came from nowhere and bro-kicked the shit out of him. I am yeah. now a fan of Sheamus. Just right? Because, right? Because, oh, dude. <laughs> he he bro-kicked him so hard, Sheamus fell down. <laughs> That's how hard he bro-kicked him. And then the crowd started chanting, thank you, Sheamus. So... I wanted to get your opinion on this because is this where it they the crowd kind of starts to turn on Enzo could, a little bit? 
you know, it could be. And I don't know, man. Like, you know, I'm not a fan. You know, <laughs> I, I am so not a fan of Enzo Amore. But um, I, I think I... I don't know if I agree with you yet, at least about Big Cass being a good single star on his own. Um, the thing is, like, I think they both need each other. Hmm. Like, you know, there's just guys that just, like, do well together on promos, right? There's just always that team that does. Yeah. yeah. Um, as much as I don't care for them and their stick, I think it's better together than by themselves. Um, I, I really don't think it works. Like, I think somebody's career gets cut short. Like, they get released from the company if they split them up. That's personally what I think. Okay. Okay. Um, nonetheless, um, it's been a while since Enzo and Big Cass were in the title picture. Um, I hope it's a good match. I mean, I think Anderson and Gallows could carry them if need be. Um, but... Yeah, I mean the crowd turning on uh, on Enzo a bit. It's just it just got annoying. Like it, it was just one of those bits that just got annoying. The whole kryptonite thing, like the crowd's done that to other people before. Sure, sure. Uh, in a while, but I don't think that is the start of a full turn from the crowd. I think going into Mania, like the crowd's going to be so behind these guys that Roof's going to come off the joint when they do their shtick going to the ring. So, um, I, I think you're going to see Enzo and Big Cass for a while longer. Right? Especially, I don't see them breaking up that team without them winning the tag titles first. Uh, okay, I mean, that's fair. I think what I would say is, and I'm, and I'm curious if Dub Davies can pull the trigger. Because keep in mind, they had a, a couple tag matches against the Revival in NXT. Uh, I thought that first Brooklyn show they're gonna put the or uh, I think it was, I think it was Brooklyn. I thought they were gonna put the titles on them and they didn't pull the trigger. And then they had the uh, the other NXT Takeover show and they didn't put the titles on them. So I'm curious if WWE will actually do it. Um, we'll kind of get into that as we get into our uh, to Fastlane uh, our, our thoughts on that. But uh, moving on from that, here's. This got into the part of Raw that I genuinely hated. So, Bailey comes out as the new women's champion, which I'll get into in a second here. But she comes out and says, hey, I'm so, you know, I'm so proud to be the women's champion. And I've dreamed of this since I was a little kid and all that. All the things you'd expect Bailey to say. I just, I love that woman so much. Bailey, if, if marry me. Marry me. <laughs> I love you so much. But... She comes out, cuts a, what I thought was a cool promo, talked about her dad being in the crowd, which the one time that Kevin Dunn should have said, hey, cut to the crowd, <laughs> and they don't do it for Bailey's dad, but whatever. So, then Stephanie McMahon comes out, what a fucking shocker. God, just the, that woman just, she's just, she knows how to just bring everything to a fucking haul. I'm sitting there, you know, not have... Why wouldn't you have Charlotte come out immediately after all that? No, let's have Stephanie McMahon come out because heaven forbid she's on a fucking Raw where she's not a part of it. Just Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, so she comes out and says, oh, you had help from Charlotte or from Sasha. Did you really win the belt on your own? Can you feel good about that if you're the role model CEOR? Blah, blah, blah. My whole thing is in this whole promo, James, did you notice that at no point did anyone say, hey... 
are we not going to mention how Charlotte pretty much went undefeated or is still undefeated on pay-per-view matches because of a combination of her dad and Dana Brooke? No one brought that up. Not a fucking soul. And this is what kills me about faces is that they're just, they sit there and they just take the beast from the heels and they never fire back with logical fucking points like that. And, uh, just, yeah, your thoughts on this, man. Oh, I completely agree. Like, I'm, sh- I- I'm a bit surprised that there wasn't at least someone saying that's the pot calling the kettle black, yo. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, Stephanie doesn't even need to be involved in that at all. Like, no, she doesn't. Like, even in the segment, like, sh- you're right, Charlotte should have came down first and just started that herself. Um, yeah, Stephanie being involved added nothing to it. I'm... I mean, I'm glad to see the belt on Bailey. I am. I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I genuinely hate it. Because... Th- and, I, and I believe we talked about this, because... Why are they playing this hot potato game with the women's title? What is the point in it? It doesn't make any sense. I know you're trying to build up Charlotte's pay-per-view championship record like it's a streak, which is insulting that I say that loud, but these cheap title wins that should be Mania-style moments, I pitched it last week where I said, hey, have Charlotte, uh, and not Charlotte, have Sasha win the belt at Mania, because Sasha's going to turn heel again like they're clearly building to that which she should because Sasha's a great fucking heel and right so you have Sasha could kind of be more of like that that cocky more of the cocky you know the boss gimmick and all that you build to her in Bailey in Brooklyn you can play off the whole NXT angle hey I beat you in Brooklyn it's my time to do it here again hell if you want to do even go a little deeper you can say hey I beat you in Brooklyn I lost, lost to Oscar in Brooklyn this is my chance to you know ended on, like, the winning side by beating you again in Brooklyn. I mean, you could even go that deep if you wanted to. But then you give Bailey that big moment in Brooklyn. But to blow that off on a Raw made no goddamn sense to me. And I genuinely don't understand who's writing this shit anymore. So, you know, Bailey milked it. She, like, teased about forfeiting the title and then said, no, I'm not doing it. And then that led to where I just threw my hands up. It led to a Charlotte-Sasha uh, match. So... James, I know you have a pretty good memory. You remember Roadblock uh, in the line was like two months ago? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. You, you remember the whole end of the line tagline was in reference to? Yeah. yeah. It, it was in reference, James, to the fact yes. that Charlotte and Sasha were moving away from each other. And yes. That, and that they would not face... I remember they said specifically there would not be a title shot between the two of them while that other person was champion. They put that in the contract, and they made a big point of saying that. And yet, on Raw, it's like, oh, hey, it's non-title, but they're fighting each other again. No. No, no, no. I don't want to see this for at least six months. There's no reason to have a one-on-one match between the two on fucking Raw. And it's this inconsistency with shit and they did it not only did they do it with them they did it with another group of wrestlers we'll get into here in was, just a moment was it a non-title match though it was non-title yeah so i mean there, i mean at least there's that at least like they sasha wasn't gonna beat charlotte straight for it you know what i mean like Mm-mm-mm. no i'm not giving them that no because they made a big point to say 
yep, this is the end of the rivalry, you know, this is one of the best rivalries of all time, you know, it's, it's the new Lita versus Trish, which it's, it's not, by the way, like, I, I read down some fan form, it, this is as good as Trish versus Lita, it, it's not, and the fact that you're even saying that's fucking insulting, but, yeah, so Charlotte taps out to the bank statement, you know she's winning the title back at, at, uh, Dirt plane, as I'm calling it. Uh, dirt plane. It, it just, it, who fucking cares? It, it, it just, it, it's terrible booking. It's genuinely bad booking. And if you honestly think Bailey would retain, and that they would blow off Charlotte's perfect pay-per-view record at fucking Fastlane, you are clearly just high on the best shit. If you think that, because it's not fucking happening. So. Uh, after all that, we moved on to, uh, we had a, <laughs> so before we get to the main event, we had, uh, Kevin Owens, <laughs> uh, who's going to leave after his promo, and Mick Foley stops him, wearing his commissioner shirt, even though he's the general manager, not the commissioner, but whatever. Nostalgia. Uh, yeah, I, I know, but it, again, it's these leaps that make me go, come on, WWE, but, Owens goes to leave. He says, "Oh, you have a match tonight. Oh, who could he be facing? Could he be facing Roman Reigns again? Could he? You know, is Rollins back early? No, you're fighting Sami Zayn. So again, James, you remember these guys? Their last match was at Battleground. Yes, I do. And you remember and, what they said? No, I do. And it was supposed to be the last of the rivalry, and Sami Zayn won. Um, I wanted to see this match happen." a year from now for the universal title. That's I what I wanted. I agree. Um, Sami Zayn is still my Royal Rumble pick. Okay. Um, I'm saying it like this far in advance. Barring injury, of course, he's my Royal Rumble pick. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the benefit, I mean, I, I, I get the frustration, I do. Um, there wasn't a title on the line for that either, if I remember right. No, but, there wasn't. Um, at least it's not title matches. But... I think they're just they just don't know what to do leading up until Mania. Like I think they have that shit in stone now, but I think they're just kind of just mucking through it until they get there. Well, with twenty one fucking riders, you think they would have? It's like someone would have an idea on how to build this shit up. So no, that, with that many riders, man, they wouldn't have put Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble at number thirty. Yeah, that's a whole nother. We've already talked about that, but. I the, but this this is just same speaking, people, man. Same people, though. Yeah, but it's speaking to just the, this insanity. I mean, the only good thing that came out of that is that we got to see Samoa Joe just kicking ass in a suit, which I just never thought we'd see. To be totally honest, like right, Joe all dressed up, kicking the shit out of Sami Zayn. That was actually pretty cool. I mean, I know Sami Zayn is a great seller. Like he really just sells an ass whooping, <laughs> and I don't mean that you know disparagingly because he can actually wrestle. But yeah, when he's getting his ass kicked, you actually feel like he's hurt so i i give credit to that but yeah this led to owens you know he had a couple cannon uh like a clothesline and two cannonballs in the corner hit a ridiculously vicious pop-up power bomb that is the one thing i will say i was like god damn um it looked brutal when he hit it so kevin owens beats Sami Zayn, fine and then before we get to the main event here there is a, a backstage segment with uh, Stephanie McMahon, because she's not on the show enough, and uh, and Mick Foley, and she was like, hey, where the hell were you during my segment with Sasha and, uh, and Charlotte and, Be- uh, and uh, 
Bailey, and Mick was like, oh, I'll think about coming out in support of Bailey, and so Mick goes off and cut a promo on Stephanie McMahon, and I went, oh my god, Mick Foley reached down and grabbed his balls again. I, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe, no, because dude, they have, they have, they have practically castrated Mick Foley for our last six weeks, between Rollins getting hurt and, and him having to sit there and take it and show ripping into him and Stephanie McMahon always hang, hanging over his head. I could, I could fire you. I could fire you. I could fire you. Like it, it, it's been honestly embarrassing to watch. If, if not for Holy Foley and Noel's Holy Foley's, I would have no reason to cheer for Mick Foley at all right now. But, <laughs> but, but thankfully at the very least, he finally stood up for himself, and I went, good for you. It, it's it's long overdue, and, you know, she said, you better watch your back. And all I was sitting there thinking is, okay, so Foley's gone the night after Mania, and Angle's going to be new uh, new uh, GM. That's all that was running through my head. It's the only thing that would make sense for them to do. But uh, what did you think about this? Um, You know, it's... I mean, they've been teasing it for a while, like... You know, Mick, the way he's been talking to Stephanie, I mean, it's been, what, at least three weeks since, like, they've been kind of stirring the pot, so to speak. But, um, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of is that I, well, actually, I don't think he'll get, no, no, you're right. He'll have to get fired. I was going to say I could see him quitting. Yeah. Saying, screw this, but to have, uh... Stephanie have a replacement like right away, which I mean she could just. I don't know, I don't know, man. It's no, clearly it's it's building up to see Foley leave. I just wonder like what context it'll be in because I mean Foley won't stay gone forever. So, yeah. so it's just a matter of how they'll do it this time. Yeah, we'll see. And then we moved on to our main event, which was a. Uh, Braun Strowman against the Big Show, who is looking in the best shape he's been he's ever been in. Like he looks leaner than he did in his WCW days, which is really fucking impressive. Uh, we talked about this off mic. Uh, if you had told me three weeks ago, hey, the main event for this Raw is gonna be Braun Strowman against the Big Show, I would have said, oh wow, all right, I will just not watch the last half hour Raw because why would I? Um. Damn, I gotta admit, man, this was a pretty damn good little match. Yeah, man, I dug it. I uh, I was kind of shocked. Like, they uh, worked really well together. I mean, both of them did. Like, it was good to see what I really liked about it was you got to see Show kick out of a lot of stuff that Braun threw his way. True, which true. means he's not like just gonna plow through everyone yeah i mean he beat the big show and yeah he did it decisively but that was a good lot of good back and forth instead of like the squashes he's been having so um i think that's part of the reason why i liked it so much and you know big show is looking good big show's looking really good um I really liked him catching the uh, the right hand onto Strowman when Strowman was coming off the rope. I really liked that. I like that too. Uh, do, dude, they were changing. They were exchanging wrestling holds. Strowman did a kip up, which shocked the yeah. shit out of me. Right, I, man. I was tripped out when I saw that. I was like, "There's no way," because you know what that reminds me of, man, is uh, Psycho Sid. Yeah, like that, and uh, that's just scary, big man doing that. 
Yeah, that that freaked me out. I was like, God, I was like, how I was like how strong is what I'm smoking that I'm seeing fucking Strowman doing a kip up? I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> but but uh, and then a shout out to Big Show on this aspect. So uh, Strowman gets Big Show up for the power slam. He was struggling with him. Hit a power slam. It looked pretty uh, poopy, to say the very least. Big Show kicked out of it, so that they could go ahead and do it again. And that's just the that's the ring presence of a, a general. You know, that's a ring presence of a veteran uh, yep. realizing, hey, that looked like garbage. You're not going to get over like that. So they had him do it again. And it looked a lot, it looked better the second time. Not great, but, I mean, lifting the big show up, I can't imagine it's easy, even though John Cena does it, like, with fucking ease. I don't know. How, how strong is John Cena? Jesus Christ. Anyways, but... He is, strong. he is strong. Yeah, I don't like Cena, but I will give credit where credit's due. He is, he is strong as shit, but... Uh, so... Strowman beats Big Show, and then immediately after, Roman Reigns music hits. He comes out, it hits a Superman punch, and then Strowman hits a drop kick, a fucking drop kick, right? On on Roman Reigns, and then I just freaked out all over again. Like, are you fucking serious? And then he gave him a power slam through the barricade, which made me oh so happy. So overall, I thought a pretty good addition to Raw. It'll be interesting to see what the go home. Uh, shows like tomorrow, uh, Seth Rollins they announce is going to be on the uh, <coughs> on the show uh, tomorrow. It's going to be interesting to see if they just kind of maybe start cutting their losses for Mania, or if they really are intending to have <coughs> Rollins come back and fight Triple H, which I think would be a huge mistake. But they seem, you know, determined to do the match, even though I think it's cursed. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. So. Heading into SmackDown here, before we get into the actual show, we have to talk about one of the announcers, uh, a Mr. So, Tom Phillips is one of the four, fucking four announcers on SmackDown. Oh, it's, God. It's an hour, it, the show's an hour earlier, and yet there's still, there's, <laughs> and yet there's one more announcer than there is on Raw, which is three hours. But, um, so, Tom Phillips got in a bit of a, hot water because he <laughs> is engaged which honestly with that voice and those quirks is surprising to me but he uh, he's engaged and he had been sending very sexually explicit messages to this woman on social media um who was told by her friends i'm not going to share the girl's name on here because i just think that's rude you can look it up if you're that you know if you want to know that bad but she um, was told by her friends that, hey, this guy works for WWE and he's engaged. And so she put him on blast, which I read some guys saying, oh, come on, you put him on blast like that. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, this, what this dude was doing was fucked up and he deserves to be put on blast. So uh, if you if, if you would allow me, James, or you know what, James, you do the honest. If you'd like to read the, the, the text message that he sent her, the one that's making the rounds, I, w- I will give you the pleasure. <laughs> Why, thank you, sir. I am honored. <laughs> Tom Phillips, buddy, this one's for you. Dude, go ahead. I'm in, a, I'm in my seat with a massive erection. <laughs> and four hours flight ahead. And then my personal favorite. Yep, go ahead. I'm going to face fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> so this is Tom Phillips. Yeah, so good. Someone who's on TV. Yep. Sent to a to someone like come on now like 
what the hell, Brett Favre? I mean, yeah. come on, man. Seriously. I didn't know you're I didn't know you're the quarterback for the Steelers. Jesus. <laughs> right, dude. I mean, Tom Phillips, like so the, the the WWE has got to do something about this. Um I'm curious as to what it'll be. Yeah. I'm curious to know if Tom Phillips is gonna be on SmackDown Tuesday. Like nothing's been said as of yet. Yeah. I, I think his wife's gonna lay a smack. His fiance is gonna lay a smack down. Like straight up, man. She like all this shit. Like you can't. There's no way out of that. I mean, that's clearly him his day, and it's damn, man. Like WWE's in an interesting position, man. It's just like the Hogan thing that I was talking about. Yeah. Like words and consequences, man. And I think that this requires some consequences. I mean, Seth Rollins got away with something similar two years ago, right? Yeah, showing his architect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he did some jobs, you notice, like, right after that for a while. I mean, yeah, he had the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase, but he was still jobbing every now and then, like, to some pretty big names. But Tom Phillips is in a different position, though. Um, and, and <laughs> Tom Phillips is in the position that it's like, it's his voice, his, like, those are his words on top. I mean, all we saw Seth Rollins jump. Now I'm not trying to justify one over the over, like, please do not misunderstand me yeah. as an announcer. Like your voice gets tied to those words. And that's what you know, some of these kids who, you know, get down, you know, on the interwebs, they'll see that shit, and then they'll, you know, think about that when they watch SmackDown. So WWE, I don't know, man, like, I wouldn't put them on TV for a while, that's for sure. Yeah, I, this is one of those cases where I just go, I don't know, like, I, 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 this is, this is such a dumb thing, like, it really is, like, why would you put yourself in danger like this, you know, and risk your job and a relationship, you know, over a piece of ass? And, you know, it's different if you're, okay, not different in the sense that it's right, but it's different if you're, if you're just like a regular average Joe, but when you have this much money you could be leaving on the table because your dick is doing the talking dumbass just dumb 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 and so you know it'll be interesting to see if he announces the end of his engagement oh snap but uh, <laughs> but, but I, he's, about, he's about as dumb as josh matthews at this point oh man God, seriously i i i don't feel bad for him because i read a couple guy like tweets and stuff guys saying like oh man that's fucked up poor you know like stay strong stay strong bro it's like fuck him <laughs> like he he <laughs> bro like, like honestly there, there's no reason to feel any sympathy for this guy he was a fucking dumbass and you know and not and i feel bad <laughs> and i feel bad not just for his fiance but i feel bad for those girls that he was he was talking to i mean i'm sure her life's gonna be a lot he's gonna have a lot more you know play than she would like now because of this fucker so yeah i feel bad for her too uh uh yeah, fucking. I, I almost feel like that tweet that here's a, a stay strong, bro. It's from Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh. Oh, dude, it, <laughs> it, 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 it totally could be. Like, it's just. Oh, God. 
It just doesn't make any sense, you know, but... Oh, I, I, I know, man, and it's... Yeah, I feel bad for her, too, and I feel bad for his fiance. Yeah. I don't know, like... Uh, you're right, man, he's a fucking dumbass. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but... Getting that out of the way, uh, going into SmackDown here, and so... There's a lot... So, I've already ranted on Raw about Raw. Time to rant about SmackDown, so... The, the show starts off with um, starts off with uh, Daniel Bryan out in the ring, and which you know hell I who who would be upset about that I love Daniel Bryan but he basically was out there because Naomi had to come out and forfeit the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship which and this goes back to another thing here James talking about the consistency of the company. So you remember Trish Stratus, like, maybe six, seven years ago or so, had that, like, 300-day title reign with the Women's Championship before they turned into a fucking butterfly? Um, What was insane about that was that she was was injured for about 100 days that reign, if memory serves. It was at least least three months, I remember. And... WWE every now and then likes to enforce this rule where it's like, hey, if you can't defend your title, you know, within 30 days, then you have to forfeit it. Uh, this does not apply to Brock Lesnar, because if you remember when he was the World Heavyweight Champion, th- there were a couple pay-per-views back-to-back where he didn't defend the title, and WWE just went, ah, fuck it, whatever. So, yeah, y- y- you know what I mean? So it's that consistency that makes me just throw my hands up. So, I felt really bad for Naomi because if her last name was, you know, she'd mer- if if her name was Naomi Lesnar, then she probably would still be SmackDown Women's Champion. They just say fuck it, you know, we'll have a big battle royal for your number one contender at Mania or something like that. So I felt really bad for Naomi because she's been working her ass off, and um, yeah, it, it, it's it's unfortunate that she wasn't able to that she had to forfeit this, and in her hometown of Orlando, no less. So. Felt really bad for her. It was kind of, um, it was even a little more cryptic having Daniel Bryan out there, uh, considering how his career was cut short, which brought out Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch, and they had a, uh, a match to determine the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And I'm just gonna say it right now, just like with Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe, I feel like these two have just never had chemistry, and I just genuinely don't look forward to them wrestling each other. Uh, this match was no exception for me. Yeah, man, I mean, I think what what happened to Naomi was I think they were going to just figure out a way to say, hey, are you going to make it to WrestleMania? I can, I can justify stripping a champion going, if you're that close to WrestleMania, and they can't work. Um... So, I mean, I don't know the extent of her injuries, though. That's that's between her and her doctor. I don't know if WWE or anyone has actually said exactly what is wrong. But nonetheless, um, I thought this was the best time to actually put the belt back on Becky Lynch. I really did. Because really? I felt like, the, oh, yeah, man. Because I felt like the women's division there needs a face champion right now, going into Mania. Because... I mean, Alexa Bliss is a good heel champ, but I think, I don't know, I think Becky needed to win more. Um, that's just what I think. That, that That's fair. I mean, I like I said, I have no problem with Alexa being, uh, having the championship back. Um, yeah, Alexa Bliss, that woman, I mean, seeing her live, she's, 
even cuter in person, which is a miracle. And she's a hell of a wrestler, and she owns her gimmick, which is really impressive. She probably has her be the best handle on her gimmick, maybe in the company as far as the women. So I a, a lot of respect to her. So um, just kind of moving through SmackDown here real quick. There really wasn't a whole lot that I, to be honest, gave a shit about. Uh, we we had Nikki Bella versus Natalia in the in the <laughs> I could give a shit less match is what I call it because because <laughs> I just I this has been the the cattiest Mean Girls esque feud but Mean Girls actually had some decent writing uh, <laughs> this this, right. this has not it, it I just I don't care that's what it really comes down to is I I don't give a shit Natalia is maybe the most awkward person. I've ever seen on a reality TV show. Nikki Bella just seems like a bitch whenever I see her. Uh, and a gold digger on top of that. I, I just, I, I don't care. Like, even that they're pushing Nikki as the face, the only joy I've taken from this is when uh, Natalia will go, oh yeah, John Cena will never marry you. Ha, <laughs> that's funny to me. <laughs> like, that's the only time I've had any joy out of this feud. So, they had this False Count Anywhere match. I mean, they fought into the... You know, backstage area, they fought into the crowd. Um, I, I did chuckle when uh, Nikki called Natalia Canadian bitch and threw into that, like, that mirror. I, I did actually go, oh, okay. Uh, granted, it was kind of undercut because Natalia, or Nikki, got kicked by Natalia and said, good job. Like, she was calling her spot, she was calling their spots, like, there on the floor, and it's, you know, thinking, Jesus Christ, come on, guys, this, this isn't your first day, you should fucking know better, so, they took steps forward to setting up the Miz, Maurice for Cena, Nikki, tag match at Mania, uh, Natalia was in the STF, or the, what she calls, what she call it, the, uh, I don't know, the something lock, the fearless lock, I think is what she calls it, Some I think so, yeah, stupid name, but, I have to I have to give Nikki this though. Her STF looks way better than John Cena's. I have to oh, give. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I I totally have to give it. Like like in the way that the, that you know what the comparison is. Cena's STF is like the Rock's sharpshooter. Like it never looked painful to me. And as a fan, I'd kind of roll my eyes whenever they would put it on. They ever they put it on. But then you see like Cesaro do the sharpshooter or. Nikki to the STF, it's like, oh, wow, okay, you can't actually put the move on correctly if you're not the guy who invented it. So, I will give I will give Nikki Bella that much. She delivers a nice, mean STF, and, you know, so, good for you. But, uh, Maurice came out, hit uh, Nikki with a pipe in the knee, which looked just weird. It looked like she wasn't really hitting her, so, whatever. But, Natalia wants a few, so now I guess they're gonna move on to you know, these, uh, to Nikki and Maurice and whatever. So, it, hey, it keeps Cena out of the main title, out of the title picture. So I'm grateful. I'll take that. Um, and then we had, the last but not least, the, uh, the Battle Royal. Uh, since Orton came out last week and said, you know, Bray Wyatt's my family. I'm not going to fight my family. And just said, even though I won the Royal Rumble... Fuck it, I'm just gonna go ahead and give up my title shot. So, this match, I thought, James, was good until the hilariously botched ending. Yeah, I mean, I was enjoying it for the most part myself as well. Um, I, uh, the ending, 
Yeah. I mean, say what you will. I, the only benefit is we're going to get a match out of it this coming week. Because if that... Those two could have, I think, crazy good chemistry together. And I, I really hope so. Um, because, you know, there's that whole, you know, big guy, small, you know, aerial guy that goes so well together. You know, the whole David and Goliath thing. Yeah. Uh, that you could have something similar to that with Styles and Harper. Um and that's my hope. That's my hope. Um, it'll suck to see uh, to Styles see Styles laid down to that one, but um, because I think it's kind of clear that it's supposed to be Luke Harper moving forward, which that's just something I wasn't expecting. Um, so I mean, good for Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper, by the way, to be at this uh, at this tier right now. So you know, good on them. But. Um, I don't know. It was it was uh, fun to watch until then. I just didn't understand why some of the people were like Mojo Raleigh. Come on, man. Yeah. I, okay, that would have been the best swerve if they just had Mojo Raleigh become the one contender. I mean, oh, dude, I'd have, I'd have died. I'd have died right there. I'd have been like, this is what the hell's going on? First Zack Ryder wins the Intercontinental title in the ladder match at WrestleMania. Now this? What the fuck? Dude, that would have been so fun. Or like him... Dude, actually, I would have been okay if they went Callisto. Like, Callisto's your number one contender. Bray Wyatt, Callisto, main event. <laughs> that uh, that would have been great. But it, it came down to Ambrose. Uh, it came down to Ambrose, um, Wyatt, uh, Luke Harper, pardon me, and AJ Styles. And just to further the mixed tag match between with uh, Nikki and John against uh, Maurice and Miz. They had Miz eliminate Cena from the yeah. battle role, which I thought was a nice touch. I was like, oh, okay, they actually probably are building this son of a bitch. Um, I will say, like I said, the the, the battle role is going really well, and this is one of those times where I thought backstage, as many times as WWE will show replays for everything, for every fucking thing. They show replays for fucking clotheslines, for Christ's sake, you know, and like, for, oh, here it is from a reverse angle, here it is from this angle, here it is from uh, the sky box, <laughs> you know, like, they, they show... <laughs> it is like, just a collar and elbow tie. Yeah, like, they show, they show replays for everything. I think they showed one replay for this and went, oh, fuck, we fucked it up. Okay, cut away, cut away, and so, <laughs> this is one of those rare times I thought, Okay, why don't you do a triple threat? Because I don't know what the plans are for for Cena or for uh, Style. So or, or so do a fail four I'd watch that fail four The Wyatts again and Styles throwing in there. Fuck yeah, that'd be a great match. But Would they be. but they said hey they both hit at the same time which they didn't. Um, you know, you need to be. Uh, we're gonna have a no more contenders match next week. Uh, why uh, Harper lays out Styles with the discus clothesline, which looked great, and Styles sold it like a champ because Styles does that. And the crowd was chanting Luke, so they clearly have something here. I hope WWE doesn't fuck it up because I feel like they will. But uh, this was a this was a cool thing for Luke Harper because he's really starting to, to scratch at that upper tier and i think they do have something with this dude it's just going to really be kind of dependent on if they do something with it uh your thoughts jane i think luke Harper luke harper is uh one of the best big men in the game right now flat out i've said that for a while like i really liked him and eric rowan as a team um 
and that trifecta of Wyatt's. Um, but, um, yeah, man, Luke Harper, just, like, some of the stuff that he does, like, I liked his reign as Intercontinental Champion. I mean, he was, you know, just a creep, and it worked. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's weird. It's a little different to see the fans cheer that on because, like, even though he's a face and he's not under Bray Wyatt's spell, he's still a fucking sack crazy, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, it's just a bit different to see the fans cheer that on, but... Um, he's a damn good worker. Damn good worker. So I hope they let this uh, flesh out a bit more and see him become his own, his own man, um, so to speak. But I mean, if it if it ends up being a, what did I read? A triple threat for Bray Wyatt, uh, Orton, and Luke Harper. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see like how that happens. Because I would still dare say Randy Orton would be the favorite to win. Just because I think the WWE, like, promised him one after the beating he took at SummerSlam from Lesnar. But, um, I don't know. Like, good for Harper, though. Like, I'm digging that part, at least. And, and something new. Like, heaven forbid the WWE is doing something a bit new. Wait a minute. You have a, you have a main event, and it doesn't have John Cena? And it's got, you know, two dudes from NXT a couple years ago? Fuck yeah, give me more of that. You know, like, that's awesome. So, um, that at least intrigues me with curiosity. And I'd rather be curious than go, ah, not again. No, and and, and totally, and I'm right there with you. Bar uh, Harper's always been this guy that feels that WWE just won't run with. He's like, he's like SmackDown Cesaro, where you see the crowd react to him. And he's put on some great matches in his own right, and just, I sit there and I go, why won't you pull the trigger on this dude, so, I, I hope this is his, kind of his ascension, it'll be a, I hope, well, I hope he doesn't turn out like the ascension, but I hope this is, <laughs> I hope this is his ascension, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, I, I dis, I, I agree with you, and I disagree with you at the same time about Orton being the favorite, because I feel like putting the belt on Wyatt, just to have him lose to Orton would be kind of stupid, but, then again, you you're not wrong in the sense that the WWE might feel like they still owe Orton one after the ass took the ass uh, whooping he took at SummerSlam. So maybe they put the title on him, but I don't know. We'll see. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of play that up. But uh, kind of wrapping it up here, we are on to uh, the last thing I really want to talk about here, which is the. Uh, we're gonna go down the card here for Fastlane since uh, our uh, good our good old bud OJ here is gonna be out of town. Tell tell the people where you're going. Where where you going, OJ? Because it's a great so, thing. So uh, I am taking my girlfriend to Lebowski Fest in Los Angeles. Um, her and I we we both uh, we both love the Big Lebowski. I'm a certified uh, ordained dudist. Uh, <laughs> nice. So you can call me Reverend OJ, that's okay. Um, but uh, she's been wanting to go for 10 years, so I got her tickets to that for Christmas. And so that's finally coming up this weekend. So that's where I'll be. Like, I'll, I'll be in town. I think I'll be in town just to barely catch... Um, to barely catch uh, Fast Lane. So, um, yeah. So <laughs> we won't be able to record again before that. So... But nonetheless, though, Fastlane is looking interesting, to say the least. 
I, I uh-huh. is is it though? <laughs> I just look. I and look. I full acknowledge. Maybe part of it is just that I hate the name of the pay per view. I full acknowledge that. But I I gotta say, man. I just. <sighs> This I'm not filled with excitement for it. So let's just kind of go down the card here and give our predictions. So the club against Enzo and Sid, um, <laughs> or, 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 or Big Cass and Sid, pardon me. Um, that, they, they just, well, see, I was thinking Psycho Sid about Big Cass, and I was like, huh, yeah, all right, I can see it. Yeah, I actually can see that too. I mean, they, dude, they... they, they they should just make a shirt that says something like GH or something like that. It just has, like, Enzo as a squirrel. Oh, my God. Watch. WWE's going to come out with that. They're like, oh, man, that's a great idea, that podcast game. But God damn it, WWE. Like, but but <laughs> I with this, I don't think they're taking the belts off the club this soon. At least I fucking hope not. So Right I, there with you, man. I feel like Enzo and Cass will lose somehow. It'll probably be by, uh, by Shady... Uh, it might even be because of Cesaro and, and Sheamus, so I'm telling you right now, we'll probably get a three-way. Um, oh. it, it, it's not gay if it's in a three-way, but but we'll, we'll probably get a three uh, a triple threat tag team match at Mania, and then Enzo and Cass will win. Uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna take the club in this one. Uh, what about you, man? Uh, yeah, I got to go with the club all day long. I think it's far too soon for them to be giving up the tag titles. And uh, considering they're, in my opinion, the best tag team in on Raw, to say the very least. Um, because, I mean, they put out the most consistent work. Uh, Gallows and Anderson both bust their asses. You need a workhorse tag team like that going into Mania, at the very least, to like make that match that much better. So, I mean, if what are they talking about? Like a Fatal 4-Way sort of tag match or a... Uh, what is it called? A um, four corners, like a four corners. Or... Yeah, yeah, something like that is what I'm hearing for Mania, which um, I mean, sure, okay, cool, but I definitely think Anderson and Gallows need to be the tag champs rolling in. So I got them all day. All right, that that's a good call. So then we move on to this is the match I'm probably gonna have the hardest time calling is Roman Reigns against Braun Strowman. So they've done a great job of building Strowman up. He, he's he's looked like a monster. He's dominated like a monster. It would be in WWE logic that the month before the biggest pay-per-view of the year to have Roman Reigns just stop him. So I pray they don't do that. In a perfect world, this is what I think will happen. Maybe Reigns is setting up for... Maybe he's hit like two Superman punches and like the third one takes him down. He goes to the corner to go spear him. Uh, the Undertaker's dong hits and not comes out before, 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 but it hits. And Taker pops up in the middle of the ring, hopefully looking in better shape than he did at Rumble, and beats the shit out of Reigns. That causes a DQ. You keep uh, Strowman strong, and you set up your match for Mania. That's why I hope it's going to happen. Outside of that, I unfortunately think Reigns could actually win this match. Well, um... Yeah, man, I mean... I see it either going Reigns wins or, like you said, Undertaker. The Undertaker is going to appear. I think that's a foregone conclusion. The only way I don't see him appearing is if they set up something to where Roman Reigns flat out issues a challenge to him the next night. Like, oh, the Undertaker, will he respond next week sort of thing. Um, 
but it'd be the worst decision to have Braun lose. That's all I really have to say. I agree. I, I could not agree with you more. Um, so then we get on to Bailey. Oh, Bailey versus Charlotte for the women's title. I'm not even going to beat around the bush, uh, which I imagine Charlotte doesn't have. But I, I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I don't. I don't even. Know, yes. I'm sorry. I don't know where I came from. I. I <laughs> Jesus Christ! Remember I said about a half hour in it would get a lot more interesting. Well, <laughs> but, uh, but all, oh, all my, all my aside. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I, I do like Charlotte. I, I think she is overrated to an extent, but I respect the hell out of her. I think Bailey's one of the best in the women's division on either brand. I think they put on a hell of a match. Their match at Rumble was great. Uh, Charlotte's winning the title back. It, it's not even worth discussing. Uh, I'm I'm going to take a shot in the dark and assume that you feel the same way on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Bailey win because, again, I, I would like to see an end to the hot potato. But, yeah, I got Charlotte all day. Yeah, so, all right, fair enough. And then uh, we move on to Neville versus uh, Gentleman Jack Gallagher. And I, I love Jack Gallagher so much, but there is absolutely no reason to take the title off of Neville right now that he's it's amazing how you can have a heel turn just totally revamp your character look what's done for the Usos who cut an amazing promo on Smackdown which I forgot to mention uh by the way uh Neville's new heel persona has worked so well for him he seems re-energized he seems focused so yeah I he Galher's not winning it makes me sad that he's not but he's He's not going to win. So what I would probably say will happen is we'll get a multi-man mania match for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, Hopefully they put Double A, the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries, in that match because uh, he's been cleared. So he should hopefully be back, uh, even though I do love him on commentary. But, yeah, Neville. I I got Neville in this. What What about you, James? I've got uh, Neville as well, man, and I think the only thing that makes me a little sad about Austin Aries is I wanted to see him go up, like, away from cruiserweights, but um, I wanted him to, like, do his thing with the big guys, you know? I mean, like, that's shit, that's what he did in TNA. I mean, granted, he did other things as well, but, like, he was the man. Like, he could step up and, like... I hope we see that down the road at least, but I was really hoping Austin Aries was not going to go to 205, to be completely frank. But um, but nonetheless, Jack Gallagher, I've only watched a couple matches of him. Um, considering how over he is with the crowd, because, I mean, he's got a very likable gimmick, um, I'm surprised they're doing this that soon. But I also look at the uh, cruiserweight division, I go, well, who else do you have right now? So it kind of makes sense, but yeah, I've got Neville all day. Okay, yeah, that that that's fair. So, and then uh, the cards, uh, it this hasn't been approved on the card, but I'm assuming it's gonna be. Uh, Sami Zayn against Samoa Joe. Uh, I do, I love me some Sami Zayn. Don't get me wrong. I what I would like to happen because I don't know what they would have for Samoa Joe at Mania. I don't want him to just end up as a random body in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So what I would do, I would do Sami Zayn and 
and Joe, they fight to a no contest. And I normally am not a fan of no, no contest, but in this case, I can make an exception. You can have them fight out into the crowd. You can have them both get counted out. And in that way, you can have a you can have like a street fight type uh, uh, stipulation at Mania or no disqualification or something like that. It'll, it I would say street fight because it would be it would damn sure be better than the street fight we got last year between Ambrose and Lesnar. God, what a dumb match! But um, that's what I would do. So if they have that match happen, I'm actually gonna stick with my with my premise. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say it goes to a draw. Uh, what about you, James? That match happens. Well, um, if Samoa Joe and Zayn does happen, I mean, who? Man, I don't know. Um, I can't see Joe losing his first big match. But see, Sami Zayn's the kind of guy that he could lose that first match and make it, uh, you know, raise the stakes a bit up on it in. The rematch, like I, you know, like you got the best of me that time, but I'll get you next time, and let's do this instead, like forty-five minute Iron Man match or something. Yeah, um, I could see them doing that kind of thing, but yeah, considering that Joe won't really have anything to do for Mania, and same with Sami Zayn, I a no contest or a draw, double count out, I think would be the best way to do it. Yeah, double count out draw, and then they have a rematch at WrestleMania, which. Would be my sleeper match of the night, but that's another story for another time. No, fair enough. And oh my god, I'm sorry. Very, I'm sorry to get into the the, the movie side of things real quick. Suicide, I just found Suicide Squad won an Oscar for best makeup. What? Really, really, guys, what? really, what? Really, Suicide Squad for best makeup? Really? Who? The Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. <laughs> they're gonna plaster that shit all over DVDs now like we won an Oscar well you know what Baja went Baja Min won an uh, won a fucking uh, Grammy too doesn't mean anything in some cases and god seriously Suicide Squad Oscar winning Suicide oh god fucking A man well, it, it, I, it's ironic, you know, all the times that white people would play blackface, and I thought that was the most insulting makeup. <laughs> but, 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 anyway. You people. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, oh, God, seriously. Anyways, moving on to what is the main event. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Goldberg, WWE Universal Championship on the line. I... It, it, it has, I feel like, here's the thing, I feel like it has to be Goldberg, like, in my head, but Jericho Owens for the Universal title would not be a bad match to watch either, so I, I'm, I'm torn on this, but I, I think, and I'm just going with what my head's telling me, I think Goldberg's gonna win this, I think what's gonna happen is, this is how I would book it, at least, I think Lesnar comes out, and F5's Goldberg. Now, I know what the, the first thought would be is, well, why would you, like, why would Goldberg do that, or Lesnar do that? You know, it, it Lesnar is just so pissed off and full of rage that he just doesn't even want Goldberg to win the, the Universal title. I could at least buy that. And then, like, let's say maybe Owens is going to crawl to the cover after Goldberg got hit with an F5. Jericho comes out, hits the code breaker, puts Goldberg on top of... Uh, of uh, Owens, and then you can play off the whole, hey, 
I hate Goldberg, but I hate you even more because you, you know, you hurt me. You're my best friend. I mean, you could. That's a built-in story right there if you could do it that way. You know, you have Goldberg hit the spear and jackhammer after Owens kicks out of the code breaker. Boom, new Universal Champ. I'm gonna go Goldberg on this, but I could see it going the other way too. So I'm gonna go the opposite on you on that one. Really? Uh, not necessarily in the prediction, but the story. Okay. But what I would do, if I were booking this, I would have I'd no Brock Lesnar at all. None whatsoever. Okay. I would have Goldberg in complete control of the match. And then you have Jericho come out and basically save Owens like he used to. Like in but you know, it's Goldberg, so you can't just like a code breaker won't do it. Like Jericho's going to come out with brass knucks and, you know, just, like, wail him good and pull Owens on top of him for the one, two, three, or cause a DQ or something like that. And, uh, actually, yeah, I mean, he could, uh, come out and give Kevin Owens the code breaker to cause the disqualification. That's where I meant to go with this, because Goldberg ain't going to lay down. But, um, cause the DQ, and then Jericho could say, hey, I saved you. Because you're my best friend. And I want to be the one to take the Universal title from you at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, that's what I would do. And I would have, between now and Mania, I would have Jericho lose the U.S. title to Sami Zayn via Kevin Owens' interference to give Samoa Joe and Zayn something extra at Mania. Which... I think that would be better. Personally, that's what I, I think would be better. Huh. Okay. I, I mean, it's almost a foregone conclusion Goldberg's going to win, which I think is very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, this, I'm, I'm just going to say it like this, man. Goldberg-Lesnar does not need the universal title. I agree. Like, not at all. Um, just for the sole fact that you milked the match much longer than you expected because Goldberg got hurt right before Survivor Series. Um, like, that alone should really, like, be enough. <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. Like, I can, I hope it goes that way. Where Owen somehow comes away with the Universal title. Maybe have Brock Lesnar show up after that and, like, destroy Goldberg from there, point up at the WrestleMania sign and, like, bring it to black from there. But it's Vince, and to make the match that even bigger, I I don't – I can't help but see it go to Goldberg. So, I mean, I guess I got to go with Goldberg, but I wish my way would happen. Okay. that, that That's fair, man. And, and like I said, it's, it's going to be interesting to see – time wise like how long the match goes for that's probably the thing i'm the most curious about so it'll be it'll be interesting here to see what what happens here but um yeah so Fastlane, i'm not super stoked for it i think at least bailey charlotte would be a good match i think stroman reigns will be better than people think um <laughs> actually now that i say that big show can actually wrestle reigns uh. <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, Reigns has some good moves, man. Like, he I'm not going to say about that. Like, I like the drive-by a lot. 
I do too. Uh-huh. I, I will give him that. I'll give him that. I'll give him the Superman punch. But I mean, that's it does look good every you know, time he does it. But you know, he's got you know he's three moves away from the five moves of doom, as Cena calls it. So. <laughs> the five moves of doom. Hey man, Cena and Hulk both had it. Oh, so so, uh, so, so did, no, go ahead. So sorry. So uh, so I was just gonna say like in clo- I'm so happy you brought up Hogan because that's the last thing I did want to bring up here. So. The rumor is, and actually there's two things that I want to bring up real quick, and I'm just going to just go real quick on this one, but Diamond Dallas Page was intro- was announced as the latest inductee for the WWE Hall of Fame, and DDP, how do I put this, as much as they fucked up Booker T, I feel like in WWE, he at least got the, got the King Booker run out of it, they yeah. fucking destroyed DDP, and that broke my heart, like, how do you take someone who got over... So, well, he is one of two true stars that WCW built. I mean, I know some people say Sting, but Sting was had been a star for a while. But DDP Goldberg. DDP was so over. One of my favorite segments still in the history of Nitro is when they try to get DDP to join the NWO. And he hits Diamond Cutter on, uh, I think it was Hall, I believe, who he hits yeah. it on. And runs out through the crowd and... Everyone in the crowd throwing up the diamond cutter sign. I, I, oh, love that most. Still gave me goosebumps. I saw it. I, I actually went back and watched it uh, the other day and just thinking, damn, he was so over in WCW. And he had he had some momentum coming into WWE. And they just, they just fucking fucked it up and gave him that dumb motivational speaker thing uh, gimmick. And it's so dumb. But DDP Yoga, man, it's been saving lives. And I'm happy that he found... This, you know, for not just for himself, because I'm sure he's being paid very well for it, but I'm happy that he's been able to, you know, save the lives of Jake Roberts and Scott Hall and uh, dozens, if not hundreds of other people, if not thousands. Um, I, I have so much respect for DDP. I mean, anyone who got to... <laughs> who got to say they were married to Kimberly, just lucky son of a bitch, but... Uh, right. <laughs> but... Uh, all the respect in the world for DDP. All I've seen from him and heard about the guy is that he's just uh, the nicest guy. I'm very sad we never got to see a match, a true proper feud between him and The Rock. Because I would have loved to seen that. The people Who's the real people champion? I would have loved to seen that. If I was fancy booking, I would have done that. But uh, all the sh- shout out to DDP. Well deserved, right sir. Um, but moving on to Hulk Hogan, as you brought up. Uh, real quick before... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I just wanted to touch base on DDP real quick. Um, For those like, you know, DDP, he won, what, the WCW title, what, three times, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, his run-ins with the NWO and everything are, you know, part of what made the NWO that much better. Um, But specifically, I'd like to point out, if you ever get the chance... Watch the matches that he had in the feud with Randy Macho Man Savage. Yes, sir. Those are some damn good matches. And underrated for both men's careers. Especially Savage, because Savage has such a body of work. Because, I mean, Savage is in a... I will say he's definitely in one of my uh, top ten matches of all time that we'll go over next week. But, um... Yeah, man, DDP definitely deserves every bit of it that uh, uh, that he's got coming his way on this, and I'm, I couldn't be happier for the guy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm stoked for him, so D- DDP, man, congratulations, sir, well-deserved. And then we move on to the latest rumor that 
Hulk Hogan is coming back for WrestleMania, that they're going to have it as a surprise, they're not going to announce it ahead of time, which they probably shouldn't because the NAACP would be like, uh, what? Who's coming back? But <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something, you little niggers. I mean, Hogamaniac, sorry, pardon me. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, God. Okay, if Hogan came out and said that, I'm not going to lie, I would laugh. Like, I, I would laugh really, <laughs> like, it's the most offensive thing he could say, but I would laugh my ass off. I'd be like, oh, man. Like, Hogan, Hogan, you still, you still got it, Hogan. <laughs> like, <laughs> eat, 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 your vi- eat your vitamins, drink your malt liquor, I know that's what you guys like. Your <laughs> brother, like, like Damn. <laughs> <laughs> coming back and if that's true i i mean we we talked about last week somewhat at length so i don't want to go into it too long but i i feel like it's coming i feel like it's happening and with wwe i i it's i think it's very irresponsible for them to bring him back because only it's only been what a year and a half maybe is that right like uh yeah right about there almost yeah, about a year and a half, because yeah. it was 2015, because he was at WrestleMania in uh, the Bay Area, the whole NWO DX thing, and that was 2015, so, um, so yeah, about a year and a half at this point. Yeah, so, um, so, I, I mean, I don't know, man, the, I will say for me, I'm, I would be disappointed in WWE if they brought him back, but honestly, I know that they're going to bring him back anyway, so I'm just, I'm almost prepping myself to just kind of roll my eyes and like yeah, okay here we go but honestly though i mean it's not like they're you know trying to to cast a spell to bring back the corpse of chris benoit or something like that i mean it could be worse i guess they, and, they can do a hologram benoit oh yeah oh there you go yeah like <laughs> just just have benoit wake up you know with 30 bibles surrounding him but uh, i'm sorry <laughs> too too soon too soon sorry but 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 honestly though this is why i kind of land on hogan what hogan did was horrible what hogan did was wrong it's apprehensible but you're talking about a company who about a month ago put on the jimmy snooker tribute and i remember i talked to you about that the next day and said that was fucking terrible why did wwe do that so I'm not really surprised by the shitty things that the company does. I mean, for all the Connors cares and the, you know, be a star and, uh, you know, visiting the troops, all this stuff that WWE wants to put out there, you know, this is a company who had Stephanie McMahon say that, you know, on the SmackDown after 9-11 that her family had been a victim of terrorist attacks referring to the steroid scandal. I mean, I don't put anything past this company because the McMahons are a bunch of no-good sons of bitches. And I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Except for Shane. Shane seems nice. But anyway, so if they bring Hogan back, why be disappointed? Yeah. Why be surprised? No. Because there's still money to be made out from Hogan. I mean, if anything, they should have Hogan, like do a segment of the New Day and have the New Day beat the shit out of him. That would actually probably be therapeutic and cathartic for a lot of black fans, like myself. Like, oh, okay, you know. (laughs) Have him come out as Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. So, you know, I I run back my old, I run back my old, uh, the, the, 
<laughs> the spot I ran back, I think, last the uh, last week, where I said, hey, you know, you have every black wrestler on the roster came out, come out and give him his finisher, you know, <laughs> you know, like, you have Big E do the big ending, you have Trouble in Paradise, you have Xavier hit that elbow, you have Cruz hit the, that spitting powerbomb, uh, uh, you have, uh, J uh, Jason Jordan come out, give him a bunch of suplexes, you know, lump, his back would break. Yeah, lump, lump, I was about to say, uh, Cedric Alexander do the lumbar check, that would definitely break his back, uh, <laughs> like, just all the black wrestlers just, you know, stand in line, you know, uh, like, like they're standing in line for a water, water fountain, but you have, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm on a roll right now, just, I can it. tell, man, but, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know man i mean i know i talked about it at great length last yeah. week i'll sum it up like this man um <laughs> this is one of those times wwe could do the right thing and the right thing is to never put him back on tv again mention him in video packages all of that but don't ever bring him back on live tv again like he like honestly man like if i were hulk honestly in his shoes right now he got paid out for the lawsuit. He's got his money. I would find... I would just chill down in South Florida like he's been doing stay out of the public eye. You got the $30 million. Spend the rest of it wisely during the last 20 years of your life if you have that much. But, like, damn, dude, like... Just find a corner to hide in, man. Like, we're done with you after what you said. Like... Uh, ho hopefully, hopefully for a sake, not a dark corner, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm rolling right now. Love this. <laughs> oh man, and you know what's ah, oh, you know what's funny too. You know what's funny too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna try to do the red and yellow. Yeah. He's gonna try to do the red and yellow. Yeah. What the hell, man? Like, seriously, like, you cannot expect, like, I will be the, okay, so I fully expect them to try it, to have him come out. Yeah. But my heart tells me the fans will boo the shit out of him. But what if they cheer him like nobody's been cheered before? Hmm. What if that happens? That's well, uh, where where's Mania again? It's in Orlando, right? Yeah, which well, is well, I mean, yard. Well, I mean that's a you know that's a that's a Trump state, so I mean maybe <laughs> so, <laughs> so so maybe yeah maybe they'll maybe he'll get a standing ovation like you knew it before we did <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you see the video that Hogan put up on Facebook? No, <laughs> dude. He put up this video, right? He's driving in his truck with some jackass sitting next to him filming him while he drives. Because, you know, Hulk needs to be videotaped while he drives. Well, he's, he's, wait, well, wait, was he aware he's being videotaped? Because that's the first time. If that's, if that's Right? <laughs> Seriously. So he pulls up to this traffic light, right? Uh -huh. And uh, at this light is this old, like, homeless guy wearing a Hollywood Hogan t-shirt. And Hogan's like, hey, brother. Nice shirt, man, and everything like that. And so the 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 dude comes walking up to Hogan's truck, right? Yeah. And he's driving some sort of big ass truck because his balls are so small. <laughs> uh, 
But after that, man, after that, these three black ladies come up to to his truck going, oh, hey, baby, and everything. I was just like, what the fuck? How much money did he pay you girls to do that? And they weren't like hookers either because these gals weren't trying. And <laughs> so I'm just saying it now, man. Like, it wasn't anything like that. They're like, oh, you look good. You're still looking good, Hulk. And it's just like, dude, really? Like, how much money did you hand them to come up, walk up to your truck at a traffic light? Because that just seems a bit much. No, no, knowing how racist Hogan is, you probably, like, hand them, like, copies of Soul Plane. He's like, you guys like this, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Some Colt 45. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I uh, got got some pig's feet in the back. You guys want that? Oh, oh, Jesus, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not over Watch that. Watch that video, man. It's... I think it's ridiculous. But I'm not it, over. I'm not over Hogan doing that. I'm really not. And and I was I was a Hogan fan as a kid too. I mean, I, I saw Mr. Nanny in theaters to put it in perspective. And my dad, God rest his soul, Dad, I, I I love you. He he sat there with me while I'm sitting there watching fucking Hulk Hogan in a tutu, laughing my laughing my little little Negro ass off like. <laughs> my, 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 and I want to be a film critic now. God, my poor dad. <laughs> and like, what, what you do for your children. But yeah, if only I knew then what I know now. <laughs> right. Before I was giving Hogan my hard-earned fucking money. But he he did have a great cameo in Muppets from Space, to be fair. But anyway. Right. So, so you know, if they bring Hogan back, not great. But I would not... I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I really wouldn't. Because there's, there's, still, there's still money to be made with Hogan. Like, as shitty as it is, there is still money left on the table. They can start selling those Hulkamania shirts and, uh, you know, they can... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to bring them back this month for Black Hair Three Month. <laughs> like, <yeah>, probably, <laughs> probably be the worst timing ever. Hulkamania is running wild. Oh, do you guys know you have the shortest month on the month? Fourth shortest month of the year, brother. Like doing all that shit, but uh, <laughs> God, I need to write Hulk Hogan's like return promo. I need to put all the racist shit that I've said. Like, in the last... saying brother, he says brother. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said it with an A at the end. Okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Say it with an A, Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, oh my god, that guy! I swear, just uh... let, me, let me tell you something, you little niglet maniacs. I'm telling you, you just... <laughs> telling you, telling you, I should be writing this, this promo. <laughs> just, just, you totally should, man. <laughs> welcome to Monday Night Raw. We're we're here. We're live from Compton, California. <laughs> But, uh, God, I want that to happen so badly, and my heart kind of hurts that it won't. But, but right, dude. But, but guys, let us know you what your predictions are for the fast lane card. I'm actually very curious to hear what uh, our listeners think. Uh, like I said, we will not have a we will not have a podcast up for we won't have a zebra down up for this week. We'll have one up uh, the week after, so that'll be the weekend of. Uh, March 10th, we will have a new episode up, so we'll kind of start talking about what we know about Mania, and just kind of get into the state overall of Raw and SmackDown, we'll talk about the, 
uh, talk about some results here just kind of quickly there, and we'll talk a little NXT, and we will have that list of uh, the top 10, our personal favorite top 10 wrestling matches of all time. I'm very curious to hear your list. I, As I am with yours. Oh, well, well, well thank you, sir. And uh, like and I said... Actually, if oh, I can interject oh, real please, quick, please, I just uh, I have one thing I want to just quickly touch on before we go. Of course. Um, Seth Rollins is supposed to be at Raw. Yes. Do you think he says he can't do Mania? I think he says he can do Mania. Think so? And I and I look and I'm of the opinion I think it's the dumbest decision to rush his ass back. I think it's a really dumb decision. It it would be. To get a little sport, to get a little sport, uh, sporty here, I feel like not like the spice, but I, but I feel ah. like thank you. I feel like this is this would be like the Chiefs last year rushing back Jamal Charles, and keep in mind Jamal Charles went back down even after he came off of that surgery. I just, especially with someone with Rollins' move set, I just don't think it's a good idea to rush him back this quick, but. WWE, goddamn it, they're determined to do this match and they don't give a shit. And you know, may, maybe if you didn't have your men and female wrestlers wrestling 300 days out of the year, maybe these guys could stay healthier. I mean, just maybe he did this in seasons like Lucha Underground, which probably would be the smart thing to do. But you know, what the fuck ever. What what do I know? I mean, you know, <laughs> but it's true though. I mean, if they did like even if they did January to like. May and you made May money of the bank and then you took a break uh, took a break and then August came back and you did SummerSlam that would make so much more sense give these guys a couple months break so they're not killing themselves it would you'd probably have a lot less injuries but again no why would you why would you do that but um yeah I, I'm I'm very I'm very very curious what we'll learn in the next week and a half or so because the Mania card hasn't really taken shape yet. So I'm very curious what's going to kind of go ahead and happen moving forward. But we will have all of that information for you guys here in two weeks. Uh, as far as the Real Pineapple re movie review side of things, we will have reviews up this week for Get Out um, and for Logan, which comes out on Friday. Fuck yes. And we will have, right. and we will have, our, uh, we will have our top ten best movies of 2016 up as well, as well as an Oscar Roundup. Jesus Christ, I'm going to be doing so much reviewing. Um, you can follow uh, yours truly here on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, subscribe to us here on SoundCloud so you can get all the newest episodes of Zebra Down. And you can follow OJ on Twitter at... Original underscore James. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you guys in two weeks. Have a good one. Later.